nurses can create great solutions and we have an incredible energy. Our nursing community is so tied to purpose and I think purpose is tied to impact. My goal is to increase nurse-led innovation and to increase our presence within forums that already existed. We have been given a great opportunity as nurses within Humana to raise our hands and let our voices be heard. This is Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana. Welcome to The Voice of Humana Nurses, a podcast about clinicians committed to improving lives. Join me, other nurses from Humana, and special guests as we discuss topics nurses care about. Hi, this is Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer at Humana, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of The Voice of Humana Nurses. So in our last podcast, I had a very energizing, engaging, and insightful conversation with Rebecca Love, who's an experienced nurse executive and a thought leader on nurse innovation. We discussed why we should support nurses as leaders in healthcare and healthcare innovation, and really how nurses are contributing in so many innovative ways to solving healthcare problems, because as we know, there are a lot of healthcare problems to be solved and we look to to nurses to be leaders in that. There's so much to say about nurses who lead innovation, and to quote Rebecca Love, there's no truer innovator than a nurse. So we're continuing this conversation today with a few Humana nurses to hear their perspectives on nurse-led innovation and learn about their experiences and career journeys that took them to where they are today. With me today are Joshua Littlejohn, product owner too within Clara Pharmacia, one of the latest additions to the Humana family, Denise Striebel, senior clinical business professional with Humana at Home, and Jenica Casanova, Lead Product Manager with Humana's Information Technology Area. So I'd like to welcome all three of you to our nurse-led podcast, where we discuss topics that nurses really care about. And nurse-led innovation is certainly a topic that nurses are really interested in. It generates a lot of excitement. So I thank you to all three of you for being my guests today. So let's begin by getting to know you. We like to start off our podcast this way and just know you a little more on a personal level. So Joshua, how about we start with you? Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Hey, Kathy, thanks for, um, first I wanna thank you very much for for having me on um, and hi everyone uh, to our listeners. My uh, background really spans a few different areas, but um, essentially I'm a second degree, sort of second career nurse from New Orleans. I started with an ASN and associates and completed two masters in nursing and public health um, from the University of Pennsylvania in health leadership and public health. I have a clinical background in bone marrow transplant, ambulatory infusion, and home health. And I really moved into informatics and technology in 2016 as a nurse informaticist. I became an analyst building the Epic uh, Electronic Health Record, and I'm currently a product owner. That's um, that's me. That's awesome. Thank you and welcome. Um, we're very glad to have you at Humana and look forward to hearing uh, more about your thoughts on innovation and and you know, using your guidance to not only um, improve products and drive new products at Enclara, but also to join our nursing community and spark interest in innovation there. Jenica, how about you? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, currently and, and newly, I am a lead product manager for Humana's Information Technology Department. Um, I was, um, I've been a nurse for over 17 years. Um, started out, I, I did it, you know, the PCA, LPN, RN uh, way, step by step. 
um, and have always been thankful of the flexibility and just all of the growth and opportunity that nursing could provide. Um, and Humana then gave me a double opportunity, which exposed me to technology and how that could keep us close to our patients. Um, and I became very, very passionate about that and got involved in care management where we were telephonically helping our members, which turns out to be a big, huge thing now. Um, and that helped me to identify any, any process things that, that we were struggling with, which uh, got me really, really involved in technology improvement, process improvement uh, with nursing perspective. Um, and that carried me through to ensure that we're having good technology conversations with our clinicians and we're ensuring that they see it as a tool to, to make our members' lives better. That's great. And I always love to hear about everybody's uh, individual journey. There's no one pathway and no one journey. And, you know, I think the great thing about nursing is there's so many ways that you can branch off and use your skills and, and build your skill set too. So thanks, Jenica. And last but not least, Denise, what would you like our listeners to know about you? Sure. Thanks, Cassie. Uh, good afternoon. I am Denise Strebel. And I've been a registered nurse for 23 years um, with 18 years of experience here at Humana. Um, my current role is an optimization leader at Humana at Home. Um, and a good way I think to describe my role is thinking about, you know, have you ever been frustrated by your work processes or felt like your systems are working against you? Um, as an optimization leader, I have the unique opportunity to partner with all areas of our organization to remove that frustration uh, by leading efforts that create uh, process efficiencies and enhance work processes to solve and solve problems every day, right? Um, and historically, I've had so many great career experiences here at Humana. I started out as a personal nurse on the phone with our members. Um, I've had experience as a business consultant for our system, so building assessments in our clinical applications, you know, working with Humana clinicians and leaders. Um, I've worked in product development, launching new pilots. We did some CHF technology solutions. We did some sensor pilots, um, a post-discharge IVR program, um, really having that experience with interacting with vendors to provide interesting technology and solutions to our members. And I've also been a program manager, so, you know, that full circle continued support and enhancements of the solutions that we implement. So thank you for having me and I'm very excited to be here. And we're excited to have you as well. Um, I love the richness of the backgrounds that everybody has. So Joshua, how about you talk to us a little bit about what makes you proud to be a nurse and, and what drives you? Sure. Um... So in a word, Kathy, it really is impact, you know? Uh, so I, w I went into nursing to have an impact on patients' lives, uh, patients and families. And, you know, that is where a lot of nurses start their, their, their lives is at the bedside. You know, you go through nursing school, you get your license, that's where you really start. And that theme has really continued on through my nursing journey. So I started at the bedside and had an impact on patients and families, but I wanted more, right? I moved on to populations of patients to focus on change at a higher level through policy, and really that's the public health background, right? That's what I'm bringing to the table from, from that perspective. And currently, um, I've really sort of switched gears from either the bedside or policy, and, and now I'm focusing on the structural elements, how we actually provide care. And it's really nice to have Jenica and Denise here on the phone because they also have product backgrounds, and I'm sure they can appreciate this, that, you know, as product folks, we, product and nursing folks, we bring to the table this, um, 
this idea that, uh, you know, you, you are creating the tools by which all other clinicians provide that care, right? We're able to structure the environment in which they provide that care. And so again, impact, like that's what makes me proud to be a nurse and a nurse in technology. That's great. I love that. Um, and, and we really do find our nursing community is so tied to purpose. And I think purpose is tied to impact. So I, I love the way you articulated that. You know, Joshua, you're such a champion for nurse led innovation, and you've been involved in various initiatives um, to support this, to help nurses develop their skills, and probably even more importantly, develop their confidence around being an innovator. Um, so even prior to joining Humana, you had a lot of involvement there. Can you share a little bit more about this with our listeners, how you got involved and, you know, what, what might be some of your advice for nurses there? Sure, I'd love to. Um, and, you know, again, I'm going to go back right back to impact and to, to reiterate something that you said around increasing sort of agency or capacity or the ability of nurses to see how they can apply those skills in other areas. Um, so to, to rewind just a little bit, you know, 2020 came, COVID started ramping up um, and everything started going into lockdown. Now, at that point, I, you know, was work from home. I was in technology. I, I was still a nurse though, right? And so I'm going to go back right back to my my impact, my clinical bedside. I want to have an impact, but I'm not at the the bedside and that is not where I work. So how could I possibly do it? I decided to go into these open innovation forums, um, i.e. hackathons, right? And so I started getting really involved in hackathons um, and noticed that there weren't a lot of nurses at these innovation events. And I very quickly pivoted from participant to organizer so that one, again, I could frame the context of these events um, and then bring bring forth all of my nursing colleagues who I knew would be fantastic at some of these open innovation events, uh, again, i.e., you know, hackathons. Um, so that really was my, my goal for 2020 is to increase nurse-led innovation and to increase our presence within these forums that already existed. When I was talking to Rebecca Love, she really had um, a statistic about the hundreds of workarounds that a clinical nurse has in a typical shift. And I think you can apply that to any practice setting. Um, and, and in reality, these workarounds that nurses find, that nurses make on everything from technology to practice um, are innovations. And, and usually they're solving patient challenges, you know, member customer challenges. So maybe tell us a little more about your thoughts about why nurses are natural innovators and why nurses should kind of claim that title. I love this question because it allows me to be a cheerleader for nurses, right? So I'm going to go back up, uh, going back up just a little bit to your previous question around, um, around like why why I do what I do and how I do it. And answering this question is what allows me to to, to connect with nurses and let them understand, right? So it is completely true that we are innovative in all of our approaches to patient care. And again, most of that is really seen through the lens of bedside care, but business and leadership skills really are, are not worked into either an ASN or a BSN curricula, curriculum. And the focus, uh, again, for, for obvious reasons is on patient care, right? 
it's not until you get to sort of the later degrees, your masters, your PhDs, your DMPs, that sort of stuff. Do they do we start to work all of those other skills into the curriculum? And the answer, um, you know, the answer that we're really looking for at the bedside is, you know, what is your hair on fire problem that you would pay money to solve right right now, right? And we're always answering that question for the patient and for the family, and that process, you know, in a nutshell, it's done by doing preliminary research to research and identify the problem, prioritizing if multiple root causes are found, conducting more research to ensure there's product market fit. And if you're delivering value when you start creating solutions, then you're iterating, right? All of that sounds like a bunch of jargon to uh, a, a, a nurse at the bedside. But if you break it down, what it really sounds like, it sounds an awful lot like the nursing process. And if you're in leadership, it sounds a lot like data-driven decision-making, right? So the challenge here is to translate from bedside nurse speak into something else, whatever that next job is. And a lot of times, the you know, if you're on the clinical ladder, you don't even know what that other position is. So it's about awareness. It's about translation. It's about, um, you know, increasing agency among, among our, our colleagues. Well said, very well said. Let's switch it up a little bit and uh, talk with Denise. You know, Denise, um, you've attended a nurse hackathon recently, and you've shared a little bit about how impactful this experience was for you. But for our listeners who haven't had the pleasure of hearing that, maybe you could share a little bit about what prompted you to spend your weekend hacking with other nurses, what the experience was like for you and what kind of value that it brought to you and, and the team and, you know, to nursing. Absolutely. Um, I would love to share. And, you know, it was my first hackathon and, and really just the thought of the hackathon really piqued my curiosity. Um, you know, as I explained earlier in my role as an optimization leader here at Humana, innovation and technology and strategic thinking is just so important. And hearing that nurses could have a seat at this table with healthcare and technology leaders was very exciting to me. And, and not only that, but it was really great timing, right? With so much going on, this was November, 2020, and you know, the, we had the pandemic, right? And, and all of the changes and uncertainty and new challenges that the pandemic brought, um, I had a personal experience at the beginning of the pandemic. My stepmom did get COVID and, and she was in the hospital for 54 days and she was on a ventilator for two weeks. And, and, and you know, so many unknowns um, with the newness of the pandemic, it was just so impactful and so scary and just a great opportunity for us as healthcare professionals to step in and say, you know, what can we do about this? Uh, personal growth, right? Um, I know that Kathy, you know, referenced the this previous podcast with Rebecca Love, and I would highly recommend viewing it. It is amazing. And she has such great inspiration, energy, and words for nurses. Um, you know, nurses can create great solutions to really big problems, and we do it every day, right? You'll hear Rebecca talk about that. And so really hearing that really inspired me. Um, to take all the information and really dive in for that weekend and see what we could explore. Um, and um, I came away from the experience with so much more than I expected. The inspiration and the collaboration and support was, was just incredible. And I walked away from the experience so much more confident 
and strategic. And I've created network connections that I will continue throughout my personal and professional life. I would highly recommend the experience. And it is a great opportunity to have a seat at the table to be formally included in conversations that we haven't historically been included in. So it's a really great opportunity to be at this table and it is changing and it is a great opportunity for nurses to get involved and to be heard. That's great. And, you know, I love how you said you walked away feeling more confident. So maybe you can give us a, a couple of, of the skills or traits or, or opportunities that you might see um, that mm-hmm. nurses might need to feel confident, confident and comfortable as an innovator. And it's interesting that you say that, Kathy, because confidence really is first on my list, right? I think it's the first step, right? We have so much to offer and we do get caught up in the day-to-day sometimes, but we have so much to bring to the table to be able to take it to the next level. And I think we've all seen this. Nurses can create great solutions and we have an incredible energy um, and we have great problem-solving skills. I was interested in learning skills Uh, and honing in on those skills on how to identify a problem, create that problem statement, and explore steps that can move an idea or a solution into an MVP or minimally viable product. Um, So you can begin implementing the solution to the problems that you see along the way. So lots of great um, learning inside of the hackathon about those kind of skills that you know, are really invaluable, and you can bring that back to your role here at Humana if you're interested. Um, And, you know, I think we need to shift our mindset a little bit, and we need to think that nurses really do belong at this table. We're the ones who are identifying a lot of the the issues, and and we have great solutions to share. Every product and process that, I think it was Rebecca that said this in her podcast, every product and process that touches a member or a patient goes through a nurse. And so we have that experience. Uh, that experience to bring to the table. We're very well positioned and it's what we already do, right? Um, And I just wanna say, you know, I'd like to reinforce that innovation is always around us, right? It really isn't a full specialized skill set that someone would need to be an innovator. We do it all the time. It's about thinking of what we do and considering ways to improve what we do. It's exploring new avenues to improve that, you know, what we do every day. And I was surprised when I stepped back and considered the skills needed to be a successful innovator. And I realized that I continually focus on innovation. And I would bet that many of my fellow nurses and peers would realize the same. Take the leap. Take the leap. Don't be afraid. Be confident in the skills that we bring to the table as nurses. And let's be heard because we have amazing ideas and solutions. And I say, you know, healthcare is continuing to realize our value. And I say, let's continue to show our skills and flaunt them. That's great, Denise. Thank you. Very inspiring. Jenica, how about you? Anything to add? Around skills, I feel like nurses are great communicators. And I feel like just listening here uh, with the language that we're speaking around minimum viable product and iterations and technologies is so exciting um, to hear us all here talking about it. Uh, I feel like communication is, is huge, right? Because when you're in the hospital and you're taking care of patients, at least for me, it was how did they get here and how can we prevent that? And to me, that's education and that starts with communicating. So if I can teach someone more simply about their blood pressure medication and prevent them from having to go to the hospital to do so, 
then that's a win. And I think back to what Joshua was saying, it's kind of transferring and transcending those skills to what it is that we're doing here when we're trying to apply that technology solution to get us closer to our members. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's continue a little bit with you, Jenica. Um, we know that nurses really have so much to offer in so many different practice settings. Um, and one of the things that I find really energizes all of us is when we're able to share our experiences and our career paths, it really helps to kind of, you know, highlight that fact that there's not just one journey or one pathway. There, this is a, you know, really a, a large compendium of skills and competencies that nurses as, you know, as continual lifelong learners are really building. So I, I find that these types of um, sharing of these experiences really help to open doors to new possibilities for lots of folks. So maybe you could share a little bit about your career journey and what's really been beneficial for you to help you get to where you are now. I think it has to do with a little bit of what Denise was talking about is taking that leap, right? And not being afraid to ask questions. Um, I feel like that curiosity has helped me a lot in, in my career, um, you know, just not being afraid to raise your hand and let your voice be heard um, so that they could hear that you have ideas and that you want to improve the process. Um, those things were very helpful, but becoming a personal care manager, right, and dealing with 250 members a month and having those conversations and increasing that communication, so then leading 18 nurses doing similar things and trying to advise them on how to better have conversations with their members and then thinking, okay, how do I even help more um, given the opportunity in workforce management to deal with new technologies to be able to look at performance management or how a robotics process automation can reduce those repetitive and redundant tasks is exciting to me. So then that was the, the next step, right? And I was just very fortunate to be at a company that really nurtured that type of growth. So after that, continued to work in technology implementation in all areas of Humana and now I'm, I'm a product owner in the technology world, like not necessarily clinical in Humana, but a clinical person in a technology space supporting um, product growth uh, and, you know, better serving our members. It's great. Maybe you could even share a little bit more about some of the initiatives that you're working on currently and, you know, how folks um, who have interests might be able to provide input or get involved in some of them as well. Awesome. This is, this is cool. So I get to, I get to spread language. Um, so we do have a site. I'll say it <laughs> in the beginning and I'll say it at the end. Go IRPA, uh, where you can check out things that have to do with machine learning, uh, robotics process automation, different ways to get involved. So I encourage you to do that. Um, and so some of the initiatives that we have been working on, we have an RPA citizen development program. And that's throughout a few areas in Humana right now where frontline associates or operational leaders are learning the Automation Anywhere technology and are building solutions to their own process problems. So one of the great examples that we have is um, CGX mirroring so that the clinical staff can focus on the member and not copying and pasting words from one screen to another. So a leader is creating a bot, um, writing the code, going through technology approval, and is creating a bot that will take information from PA Hub, which is a system within Humana, and lift that information and put it into another system. That eliminates an email being sent, a person manually retrieving and entering. All of that time can be spent with our members. So that's one of the initiatives that we're working on. Um, the other one is with the customer with um, in-moment technology. That's more directed towards MPS, speech, natural language processing. 
um, those types of initiatives that get us closer into the voices of our members so that we can serve them better. That's so exciting. Um, I, I was just uh, kind of flashing back to one of the first times that I shadowed a, a care manager with her double screens and, you know, watching all the mouse clicks and everything. And there was so much copy and paste and, you know, just thinking like, oh my gosh, um, my my empathy for my my colleagues here is like how we must have a way to fix it. So um, it's so exciting to hear. Um, really, um, I thought maybe you could one more time tell us that go site. Um, we have so many go sites at Humana, and I want to make sure that people hear it. So, so Kathy, you could build the bot. Go I R P A. <laughs> I think Bruce built the bot. Um, and it gets rid of those repetitive and redundant tasks, right, that are time consuming, that, that keep us away from our members and, and our providers. But yep, go IRPA. You'll learn about cognitive automation, machine learning, um, optical character recognition. It's all there. So uh, take a look at it and then reach out. Awesome, awesome. Uh, well, Bruce built a bot. I'm going to have to build a bot now that the gauntlet is thrown, right? This is also interesting. Um, and as, as we kind of close down our, our conversation, and I probably could talk for several more hours um, on this subject to the three of you, but um, I, I asked Rebecca something in our last episode, and I want to ask the three of you, um, what's your best one piece of advice for our nurses who are listening to this podcast and thinking, you know, like, wow, I'm really inspired. Maybe I can be an innovator. Um, kind of on the precipice there, what's your best piece of advice for them to continue to be curious and to, you know, continue to recognize their skills, grow confidence, et cetera? Joshua, maybe we'll start with you. Sure. I'm going to directly echo something that Jenica um, mentioned, but with, maybe without giving it a, a title, and it is incremental uh, gains, right? And so that is just the idea that you don't have to say set your goal to be like I'm going to increase my, um, you know whatever your goal is by 50%, my output by 50%, or I'm not going to change something by 20%. Those are really big numbers. Incremental gains is just little by little, and you know it's it's a little bit of change every single day, and the little bit of change adds up to a big change, right? Um, and you know Jenica mentioned it in terms of of gaining gaining back seconds or minutes. To your workflow every day, you know, from multiple times and multiple clicks and stuff, but it equally applies to to nurses and skill building. Denise, how about you? Okay, great. Yes, thank you. Um, I think if I had to just close with, you know, my final thought, um, I just like to say we innovate every day, right? We don't always realize it. And as a nurse, think back. How many times have you made a suggestion for improvement? or had ideas for technology to support what we do, right? It's a great way to invest in yourself and our organization. It's a great opportunity for growth. And it's a great opportunity to grow your network by making connections with like-minded individuals who are driven to explore and remain curious and evaluate solutions that can save, the, you know, save lives and improve the health of patients and for us, our members. So it really is a great leap and it is a very interesting and exciting, you know, thing to get involved with. That's great, Denise. Uh, Jenica, how about you? We have been given a great opportunity as nurses within Humana to raise our hands and let our voices be heard. Um, I feel like these are one of the steps that we're taking to be able to do that. Um, so I'm just excited for this digital transformation that's happening within our organization 
And the fact that we are getting nurses together to, to learn that common code of technology so that we can be just that much better at what it is that we do and how we serve our members. And, and to me, that type of growth within an organization and that kind of recognition for our nursing population is so important. And we just need to keep on standing out and talking about those process improvements and the suggestions that we have and not stop and demand that seat at this table because we have a voice when it comes to technology and ensuring that it helps our members be better. Um, that's what's important to me. All great advice. And, you know, kind of to your point about the seat at the table, I, I read something recently and I, I don't remember who said it, but I really loved it. And it, it said, if you don't have a seat at the table, be assertive, pull up a chair and put your chair at the table so you have a voice at the table. And, and I think you all have expressed that well. I love all of your backgrounds, how varied and, you know, how deep your experience, how deep and rich your experiences are, the different pathways you've taken to get to where you are. And I think that it's just been really energizing and inspiring. And I hope that conversations like these really spark curiosity, really, you know, uh, kind of uh, make our listeners really look inside themselves and see what innovators they really are. and and be curious and build their skills there. So I'd like to thank all three of you. It's been a great um, time that we've shared together. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to today's episode. I encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Podcasts by searching the words, The Voice of Humana Nurses. And we'd like to hear from you as well. So send us an email at chiefnursingofficer at humana.com and give us your comments and your suggestions about topics or people you'd like to hear about or hear from. So until next time, be well.